Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana. It's Kyle O'Reilly. Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. Hey, I'm Double J, Jeff Jarrett. I'm Rocky Asuka Romero. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk, home of Luke Owen. Support Wrestle Talk, whatever Wrestle Talk is, and whoever Luke Owen is, quote the Raven. Nevermore. Support Wrestle Talk. Do it. Bro. But you really should support Wrestle Talk and you should follow them and subscribe right now. Ollie told me to say this, so I guess it's okay. Support Ollie. Support Luke. Support Wrestle Talk. Make sure you watch and listen to Wrestle Talk. Or better yet, take just a moment, stop what you're doing, and bask in their glory. Do us all a favor and subscribe. Congratulations, you got here. Now subscribe and support. Thanks. Hello and welcome to the Wrestle Ramble podcast. I am Luke Cohen and I'm joined by El Fakador Larry Blake. Hi, mate. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. How's it going? Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, grand, thank you. Grand. Thank How's you. your week been? Uh, it's been very good. It's my mum's birthday yesterday, so we went to Hawksmoor, the restaurant in London. Have you ever been before? I've never known. Uh, it's a steak place. Uh, it's all kitted out, very art deco. Mm. You buy the steak in 100 grams at a time increments. Oh, uh, I see. Okay. So it gets, it gets pretty... Uh, Pricey. Tasty. Oh, okay. Uh, and is tasty. Yeah. Um, but it was very nice. Mm-hmm. However, we fell into the issue of my brother has become a pescatarian, mm. uh, much to the chagrin of my family. <laughs> uh, we're, we're disowning him, if anything. Uh, <laughs> and that meant that normally, like, he'd be like, let's all get some steak together. And so we would get the steak, and then that's fine. So, but my mum's uh, friend who came along, she wanted a little bit of steak. So. She was like, factor me into getting your steak. I was like, okay, cool. Ask the guy. And he's like, mm, we only have them in this much. Like, So I was like, can we get like 500 grams of steak? He's mm. like, mm, we only do, we've only got one 800 grams. That's a lot of steak. That's a lot of steak. That's, uh, yeah. I, that's, ate, that, it. That, I that, ate it. That, okay. I? <laughs> I ate it. So you're full of steak. Yeah. Oh, mate. Like a big fat, fat. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you just had a lot of steak. What did you have with the steak? Uh, I had... <clears throat> Mash and gravy. Oh, and buttered hello. buttered greens. Oh, oh tasty. It, honestly, Hawksmoor can't recommend it enough. Uh, but yeah, I don't recommend eating roughly six hundred grams of steak to yourself. No, I mean that that is no. a lot of steak. There was a point at which I was lying on like lying in bed last night, and I was just like, I'm hot. I can't sleep. I 
like I smell and things feel weird and I, I don't know what's going on. And I'm starting like, fever dreams. It's just, it's just a lot of steak. It's just a lot of steak, man. Um, yeah. Iron I, overload, I think, is what is I'm what suffering from. Yeah, too much iron. I'm basically Wolverine on the inside now. I um, I had a, such a terrific night's sleep last night. Mm. Not to rub it in, like, but um, so I th- the heat's been slightly getting to me. I think yeah. I've been sleepwalking more than I usually do. Um, the other night, I, I I remembered when I woke up in the morning that at some point in the night I had just dove on top of my wife <laughs> like proper like smothered myself on top of her um and then she said you need to get off me i'm too hot and i was like okay but in my dream it's because we were both putting on fake tan and the only way to <laughs> rub it in was to rub it each other's bodies against each other which is why i dove on top of her to like and i was essentially uh, just on top of her going like just sort of rubbing my chest a little bit and she was like get off me. yeah you absolutely must leave now. <laughs> it, it, it was that tone of voice i was like you must get off <laughs> there's no options here there's no options here so i think the heat is starting to get to me and it's affecting my uh, sleepwalking it's bad for i think it's been bad for everyone's sleep over here it's, mm. yeah it's terrible but I had a bit of a lie-in this morning mm. and felt terrific when I woke up. See, mine sucked because I got up early enough to watch NXT before I came in, went over to the PlayStation to, like, set it all up. WWE Network's logged me out. <gasps> and oh. it's because we're using the uh, the WrestleTalk version of uh, WWE Network. It means that it has got one of Ollie Davis's patented 16 yeah. uh, alphanumerical codes yeah. that he uses that are just completely unmemorable yeah fun fact about ollie davis is that he loves a real pain in the ass password yeah because he doesn't want us to be hacked or anything which you know who compl- cares which completely makes if they're sense. gonna hack into uh, do you know what have it i don't care like it's <laughs> wwe network no one's watching it anyway it is <laughs> literally impossible i remember when we were um when we were in, we were in between studios last year and we were trying to watch New Japan mm. uh, for Ramble Club, back in the old days of Ramble Club, the old format. And the only way we could watch it, because he just recently wall-mounted his TV, which means that he couldn't get access to the SCARTs, uh, the HDMI ports anymore, so we couldn't plug his laptop in. Right. So we had to use the internet on his TV. So we had to navigate to oh, NJPW World to watch this match. And then having to put in his pain in the ass password yeah his pain in the ass word <laughs> on a tv <laughs> took us legit half an hour yeah because you always miss one yeah oh and that's it if you get it wrong then it's like i, yeah. I don't you can't copy know. like th- those things are designed for copying and pasting out of a spreadsheet that you're keeping yeah probably behind another <laughs> 16 character password somewhere it's probably hidden somewhere else yeah like there are there are things definitely to have passwords for your Facebook, mm-hmm. your Twitter probably, yep. uh, your bank account, and like your various accounts where your credit card be signed up, like Amazon and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Spotify. <laughs> Do you know what? Someone comes in and listens to Madonna. Maybe you discover some new music because it starts suggesting random things to you. Yeah. Maybe we could all do with a, an injection of somebody else's taste into our lives. Well, I mean, actually, funnily enough, I gave my wife my Spotify login yesterday because there are some podcasts. Because there are some podcasts that she was listening to that are Spotify exclusive. What? Yeah. So there's a, an Instagrammer that she follows called Fit Dad, and he's got a podcast. Fit Dad. Yeah, Fit Dad. Fit Dad. Yeah. What does Fit Dad do? Fitness stuff. And he's a dad. Is and 
I don't know. She loves him. She how, thinks he's great. What does that... What? How do you podcast that? I, I own a Scooby-Doo, but either way, it's a Spotify exclusive This thing. is the sound of a bicep curl. I'm <laughs> 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 21. <laughs> um, but she wanted to listen to that. And then all... Like, because I was also logged into Spotify on my laptop, mm. anytime that I change the um, uh, audio levels on my laptop, it brings up a little bar that says, you are currently listening to this on Spotify. But it was whatever she was listening to. Right. And it was just these random different podcasts about fitness yeah. or food or Well, the problem whatnot. is, with Sp- I guess the only issue with Spotify is that if you're logged into the same account across multiple devices, it just starts playing stuff. So I've definitely done, like, you know, my girlfriend's listening to something in the living room through the speakers mm. and I go in the other room while I'm on the toilet and go on yeah. Spotify on my phone yeah. and change all the music <laughs> because I think that's funny. Yeah. And I'll do that often. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, maybe, you know, I'm talking myself out of it now. Maybe we don't need an injection of other people's tastes. Well, so that'd be my question. If your I mean, taste is incredibly pure, <laughs> stupid. Because I'm quite new to the whole um, Spotify thing. Yeah. Which is remarkable considering it's been around for like, you know, 10 years. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm quite new to the game. Um, I've been stuck in my iTunes ways for <laughs> the last 20 odd years. Um, if we... All my music's already there. Well, that's it. I own the music. <laughs> like, I want to pay for it on a monthly basis. I already own it, mate. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so my point was... Well, my question is, if she's listening to something... Yeah. Now that she's logged into my account, if I start playing something on my... Like, if when I was earlier, I was listening to um, Slipknot. Mm-hmm. Would that mean that she would just start getting Slipknot on her machine as well? I think so, yeah. I don't know. Oh, if, yeah, I, it might, it like might, it might be if they're on the same network. So it might be like a when, I, like, when I'm in the house and we're mm. all on the same Wi-Fi network, it might automatically do it. But I yeah. feel like it does it mm. irregardless. Interesting. Because she's not going to like that at all. Because she does not like Slipknot. No. no. I mean, I do. Yeah. <laughs> keep, keep playing it. Maybe she'll <laughs> like it. <laughs> keep playing it. If, oh, she th- if she thinks it's fit dad, then maybe she'll like it. <laughs> I've been trying that tactic for years, <laughs> putting stuff onto the playlist. And we're like, oh, you might like this track. Nope, I don't like that no, one you either. You can't queue it up like that. You've got to say, this is this is the new track by someone you like. Yeah, this is the new Just Little lie. Mix song. This, is, this, is, this is the new Little Mix song. <laughs> um, we have got... Um, so. Uh, there's been a bit of a super chat debate on the oh. podcast as of late. Yes. Um, that has led to basically a few people have said faction warfare. They don't like it. Just in time for Survivor Series. Exactly. We're yes. going to lead the super chatters against the, the people who don't want it. I think at this point it's going to end up being the iTunes reviewers versus the Discorders. I think that's the real faction right. warfare that's kicking off at the moment. Um, oh, the iTunes reviews. Do you know what? The amount of feedback we've had against like who don't like Ollie Davis reading out iTunes reviews has been venomous has it on itunes well no no it's in just like people are emailing in saying will you please stop reading itunes reviews it's so annoying oh. and it's been and the funniest thing is though ollie's taking the proper knock with it because it's his idea yeah and it's his one like contribution he's had to the show that he's brought back and no one likes it so yeah. he's just doing it more now he read and it <laughs> somewhere surely he d- that's exactly what he did he read it somewhere he read it somewhere but he's also read things about like uh mashed up cowardice and yeah. as like a health food and gone like oh I'll have that today I'll have that today. <laughs> very limited research uh, but anyway if you are uh, want to take part in the super chat debate or if you don't if you don't care then you know don't you know we're going to be dropping the conversation as of next week next week is when we're finally putting a pin in this because we've launched a poll up on Twitter uh, if you go to WrestleTalk's Twitter feed it is there there is a link to it in this uh, podcast if you go to the show notes there is a link to the tweet where you can vote yes or no do you want to keep 
the super chats it's Brexit basically do you want to stay in or do you want to go out yeah. there, and the, the super chats being the EU I suppose yeah and we'll put a bus out that says <laughs> yeah. that money could go to the NHS yeah, that, that, people that, are spending time, on, that people are spending on super chats that time can go to Rusev Hayes <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah so it, you go over there you make your vote have your voice heard I will say if you are anti super chats yes is currently leading by 62% Ooh. So it's not a particularly close race currently. No. But once that poll is closed, which will finish next Tuesday, that is it. That is it. We are not going to open up the debate ever again. If you don't like the Super Chats, but they're in, I'm afraid it's tough titties, kid. We put it out to a poll, put it out to a vote. But if it does come back and say they're out, then they're gone. They yeah. are gone, and we're not going to be putting them in the podcast from now on. Um, but uh, I, I do want to read out a couple of emails from people who wanted to wade in their suggestions because people have been suggesting alternatives. We, I will say, though, that really it's if your suggestion is put them somewhere else or release them as a separate podcast, that, that's not happening. It's, mm. it, they're either in or they're out. Uh, but Ashley suggested, personally, I'm fine with the Super Chats. However, on some lengthier episodes, I do find myself waiting for them to end. My suggestion to improve their quality would be to have a poll or question of the day similar to your other videos. Then people donate and support can answer the questions. This will make the Super Chat more focused and more enjoyable for other listeners. I do like that idea. I like that idea. We have told people to stop Super Chatting about the Formula One, though, and that has not happened. Well, that's, so the, well, that's, that's the thing. As soon as you tell people to do something, they're not going they to do, do it. They just do the opposite yeah. of it. Exactly, yeah. Now, and I think that seems Please to be- ask a constructive question. Yeah. Mm. Who's your favorite Formula One driver? Well, we've had this with NXT reviews. Like, was like, just Hill. like just email in about NXT. They just want to ask about the previous night's SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's unfortunately we can't control what people want to email in. Also, if you ask at the start of the show, people might tune in half an hour later and not hear what the question of the day is. Yeah, and then we're banging our heads against the wall. Exactly. The same yeah. question. Uh, also, Ashley um, doesn't like the iTunes reviews either. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no feedback. Um, Loves an email though. There we go. What have we got here? Uh, this is from Paul. He says, uh, to the Wonder One, the other one, El Uno Mascara, the new ones are not the Randy one. First of all, I'm not a fan of Super Chats. However, I know that some people really like them and they do make you gents some hard, cold, hard cash. Do you call pounds cash? Yes, we do. Mm. Uh, here is my idea. How about you make Super Chats a YouTube exclusive the way that the pre-show and after SWAT segments uh, are for the pod swafters? That way, the portion of your listener demographic would have an exclusive segment of the show. You could call them chat swafters or something. So that would be a sense. That, I mean, that essentially is, is a, an argument to take them out because then, yeah. would, if you want to hear the super chats, you'd have to go and watch the video version to hear what the super chats were. Yeah, which yeah. I think is a, a fairly smart idea. Yeah. Um, who's next? Uh, Safe has emailed in uh, to say, firstly, uh, no, let's not access that praise for Randy. Randy is on this episode today because Pete's um, going to watch Hobson Shaw with Ollie. Yeah. What a bit of a jolly they've gone on. I know, right? It feels they've like really a, like they've really. I think they've swindled us massively I feel like they have as well yeah. like oh yeah because I didn't get to go to the cinema on Monday no when or Tuesday when you guys were doing Raw no exactly I had to, I had to sit and do the work you had to sit there and, and you yeah. know manage the uh, the Screen Stalker review yeah the Screen Stalker video that was going out that day Ollie Davis you know, literally not only that Ollie Davis said I'm going to the cinema to watch Hobson Shaw quote full work I'm not coming back with Pete and I'm not coming back yeah film started at 2 He's yeah. got bloody time. He could come back and do something. He's like, no, then uh, my girlfriend's coming to me. So we're going to have some sandwiches and then go watch Spider-Man. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, that to me sounds like a half day. Yeah. If you were already going to the cinema, you could have just gone to watch Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. In and your that, evening time. In your evening time. In your mm. own time. In your own evening time. In your time. own yeah, evening exactly. time. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Claiming it back mm. as a work expense. Mm. Um, anyway, I think we've gone long on this intro. So um, and I, we'll, we'll just do safety email, then we'll go into the show. Um 
It said about the idea of someone not wanting to listen to other people's thoughts and just yours, I think that the Super Chats represent a small-ish portion of the show, around 20 minutes, and about 15 minutes of those are Luke and Ollie giving their opinions on them. And I just think if you don't enjoy the Super Chats, you need to give them more of a chance because there's a great diversity in the topics discussed, and I'm sure there's something in there for everyone. I think in general, when live streaming anything on YouTube, it's common courtesy to read out and answer Super Chats regardless of context or subject of the stream. This offers viewers the option of giving money directly to their favorite and deserving content creators, and in return get a message they want read out and answered within reason of course it's also probably a very good revenue stream business 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 and i think that it's not worth cutting out uh, even if it is a 50 50 split of fours and against while i don't know that the money isn't a deciding factor and putting the content is more important uh, i think the damaging the quality uh, is in fact enhancing it and while that is my own opinion i've heard enough emails agreeing that the super chats improve the experience listening to the wrestle ramble that i feel people complaining are just a vocal minority Moreover, I think it's important to state that half of the Saturday Ramble is mailbag questions, which are essentially glorified Super Chat questions, and no one has complained about that, so it's quite odd to see complaints about Super Chats. Mm -hmm. Which is a uh, very fair point on that one, Safe. Um, I mean, the, regard the Super Chat debate isn't, are we going to stop doing them entirely? Even if we take them out of the podcast, we'll still be doing them on YouTube, because, yeah. as you say, it's business, business, well, business. And it's also definitely part of a live... Yeah. Like, you know, you, well, I don't think you can would turn be, them there would off be very, anyway. There would be very limited amount of point in us doing the Ramble live beyond, yeah. obviously, the ease of uploading it in the fact that it automatically goes live at that point. To be honest, that's what it is for me, actually. Yeah. It's a time-saving thing. But also the point of doing it live is that people want to come and watch you live because you're there live. Yes. And you might be giving yeah. answers to questions rather than having to wait. Yeah. And like I've on ScreenStalker, obviously, we're answering questions from the day before every day. Yeah in an attempt to also foster that kind of community element. Exactly, yeah. And I believe, I need to double check this. So I, I don't, yeah, so don't don't directly quote me on this, but I think if you just turn, you can't turn off just the super chats. I think you have to just turn off chats completely, mm -hmm. unless you go to some other option that says just disable super chats entirely. Yeah. Um, but anyway, let's crack on with the show itself. We're talking about NXT, and I've gone for a less spoilery title uh, this time round, because another main roster star has jumped to the show. Who could it be? Fandango! Oh, spoilers! <laughs> <laughs> Here's the show. The opening portion of this show, mm -hmm. where Tyler Breeze took on Jackson Riker. Mm. So this was set up from a couple of weeks ago, where they had a bit of a tense meeting uh, backstage in that yep. little Photoshop area that they like to do, mm. and. Had, uh, the, the one thing they ever set up for tapings. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And um, yeah, the undisputed era. I'm out. I'm six and seven. Forgotten today. Sons. Yeah, the Forgotten Sons. I don't know who's who. It's the shirt. Yeah, it's the shirt. So I'm, I'm being choked by my own time. Um, yeah, the uh, the Forgotten Sons were having a chat uh, with Tyler Breeze saying, like, you are old and we're new and we won't be forgotten, etc., etc., etc. Led to this match. Mm. Which was uh, Wesley Blake lying. Furious teeth. <laughs> You're old and You're up, yeah. new. I'm, I'm new. Oh, I've not been here it. for ten years. Yeah. <laughs> wink, wink. Um, and this was um, this was fairly good stuff. It was a good way to yeah. put over Riker a lot because it was all about using sort of the power game. Mm -hmm. um, and Tyler Breeze was trying to use some speed and stuff. He would try and fight back, but Riker would just shut him down. Um, but it did have my, my, probably my least favorite finish in WWE at the moment, which is the surprise roll-up. It's the smaller guy gets the surprise mm. roll-up on the bigger guy, and then this bigger guy looks... But it was a victory roll this time. Yes. Not just a roll-up. Not just a roll-up. No, it's the victory roll. Although I feel like that's overused as well. Yeah, I mean, it's a, yeah, this was all angle, though, wasn't it? And I, That's it. And yeah. it's a bit of a waste of the Forgotten Sons. And I think, like, even the way they framed the Forgotten Sons of saying, like... And they made a point here again, it's like, against the enforcer of the Forgotten Sons. It's like, he's the big... I get he's the big guy, but mm. he's like... 
I feel like he feels like the leader. Yeah, he's not I'd like say he's the leader. Yeah. He's not just like Braun Strowman was in uh, the Wyatt, Wyatt family. family. Yeah. Like he was definitely the enforcer. Yeah, Riker feels like the brains and the yeah, like the leading, the he's controlling the, edge. Exactly, he's the one who's making he's the, big the plans. Boss, is what it feels like. That's, I completely agree with you on that one. But I mean, I really like Jackson Riker as a presence. Mm. I think he's got a really cool look. I'm actually really turning a corner on the Forgotten Sons. Yeah, I'm getting there. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting there. I, I actually I quite like him at this point. I really dig their music. I like their presentation, even if it's a bit hokey. Mm. But I think it's mostly because I just really like Riker. I think they've protected him so well yeah. that they've given him such an aura. That I was excited to see him get in the ring with Tyler Breeze. Yeah, he needs a few more wins against actual named people. Oh, it's yeah. Definitely, it's definitely the next thing on the list of things to do with Riker is, I don't know, win, so, win against someone whose name we know and not just yeah. Johnny Boots and Tights. And that's why I would say as well that it, it probably would have made more sense to give Riker the win here. Give Riker the win here and then them have to beat down Tyler Breeze and then have our mystery, you know, surprise return. Mm -hmm. Because at the moment, like, Tyler won and then got beaten down. And then they stood toward the end, but like, well, Tyler still won. Like, even yeah, when he got yeah. beaten down the end, he still won. He still beat them. Yeah, he won the match, and it was. It doesn't. I don't think it puts over the Suns at all. Like, it, no. it, it could have just been the match. They could have done the whole thing without the roll up and called the match off. Yeah, exactly. Like they could have just done the the, the other two get in the ring and start beating him down, and then you just call it off, and that's when you get surprise return. Yeah, and Tyler needs wins as well because he is in some need of wins after coming back to NXT. Mm -hmm. So I kind of get it from that aspect of it, but I really think we need to give the Forgotten particularly Jackson Riker. Like, is yeah. it, this might be his first loss in NXT. Oh, maybe. Yeah, and like, it just feels like it's really early to be doing that. Mm. So I wasn't massively keen on that. And then, yeah, the Forgotten Sons just beat up uh, Breeze in the ring. And then, who should make his return? No music, just storms down to the ring. It's Fandango. Looking like a 1950s greaser. Oh, Fandango. Fandango made his return to WWE after injury. He's moved to NXT. And I popped. Yeah. Because I didn't know this was coming. Mm. And you were teasing this last mm -hmm. week, saying that something big was going to happen. And this is what it was. It was Fandango making his return. And this was not dancing Fandango. This was not Avanilla Fandango. This dude was serious. Yeah. He was in serious mode here. Which is why they did not put his music on for him to storm out to. It does undermine it slightly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because oh, they gonna get you. <laughs> yeah, because he like backdropped them and like they did this double super kick to Cutler and stuff, and they stood tall. And it really was like super serious Fandango, super mm. serious Tyler Breeze. And I was like, wow, this is like a new like it's a, it's a new edge to the Breezango tag team. Yeah. Even if they're going to keep that name, it just feels like we're dropping all of the silly gimmicks around. Yeah, the fashion so, Stasi now. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, aside from, you know, Tyler Breeze is still Prince Pretty, but yeah. like, I, and I, but that's always suited him. I, like, I'm very curious to see if we are getting this serious side to Fandango as well. Even mm. Are they going to keep the name? Yeah, I feel change like the name? changing the name is a, changing is the name's a, is a good is, yeah. idea, yeah. Because then, as I said, it does get quite undermined when you're sending this super serious and you're like, and then it goes, yeah. And now the new hardcore champion, Fandango. Yes. And when you got all the crowd going, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it kind of undermines the seriousness of it when you're taking the piss. But I did think it was a cool return, that aside. And I and I did pop for it. Yeah, I'm really interested to see what they do with Breezango now that they're also that needs to work. Like, but like, what they what they're going to do with this tag team, putting them back into NXT because. Obviously, it feels like some sort of match with the Forgotten Sons is on the card, but are they then going to go into the tag title picture now, moving Breeze on almost immediately 
from the North American mm. picture where yeah. they obviously were just dropping him. They obviously had to drop him in last minute uh, for TakeOver 25. And then now they're just like, okay, well, something else. Yeah, I think so. I think moving them into the tank division is quite a smart, mm-hmm. uh, a smart move. I really like them as a tank team as well. It's good to get... Uh, and I think that they can kind of flourish in that area yeah. as well. Whereas that, as we've been talking about for the last few weeks, that sort of North American title scene is pretty crowded at the moment. It's only yes. going to get more yeah. crowded as more people come in. Like, we've got eight new guys on the roster and we've mm-hmm. got... Keith Lee and Dijak and all these other people whose gimmick is I don't get booked um, so I think actually moving them into the tank division might be a smart thing to do um, I can see them yeah this might be like one of those it's the pre-show for TakeOver Toronto yeah. so then it's on NXT the following week absolutely yeah. I can yeah. see I can see it being like this is the sort of comeback match and then I, I imagine they're just going to go into a holding pattern for a bit while they work out what they're doing with everyone else yeah. that they're trying to build. Because, like, Breeze and Fandango will have the sort of... Uh, that ability to just come out and get a pop, get a reaction, have a really good match against someone that you're trying to build. But they always feel like competitors just because of their status within NXT. Yeah, I wonder, like, do we want to push them as serious title contenders or do we want to use them as enhancements for these sort of newer teams mm-hmm. coming in and kind of giving them the rub, essentially, as you say, like, with someone who's got a bit of, you know, yeah. star presence about them? I think you... Yeah, I think you... What I would want to do with fan, like now that Breeze came back and immediately jumped into a title picture, and I think that really just re-established him as a presence. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they're going to try and just do because Breeze has been re-established. They're just going to have because Fandango's with him, he's going to get the sort of shine off that slightly. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that they do more of a whoever comes out of Toronto Tag Champs Open Challenge kind of thing. Fair. Open challenge kind of thing ends up being Breezango. Mm. They get a star-making performance, probably a loss. Yeah. You don't need them as the tag team champions, but something that establishes them again is like, oh yeah, these guys can wrestle and mm. they can go because that's the thing that I think they were missing on the main roster is that it, like there was very limited amount of time for them to ever really shine as in-ring talents. They were. Rem- I thought the, the fashion file stuff was so funny and really interesting, and I liked the gimmicky matches they had with the Usos for that short run that they. That was the best stuff they did. That was the best stuff they did, but it was like... And then it was just disappeared off TV and then just be geeks in the background of other segments. Well, the problem is they had the audacity to get over with something that WWE did not want. WWE wanted them to be laughing stocks compared to the Usos, Mm. and they made it into the Usos look like they're not in on the joke. Yeah. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Anyway, let's jump over to Randy Andy Datsun and your super, super, super chance. What are people saying? People are saying they like your shirt, Luke. Thank you very much. That is the uh, main thing that they are saying. But um, in terms of super chats, we are starting, as we often do, with Tim Arndt, who says, I feel like all of the segments on this show were rushed to make more time for the main event. What are your thoughts? It went through a very fast clip, I think, this show. Hmm, I'm not sure. I think the, I mean, the only segment I would say that felt rushed was the Shayna Baszler segment. Yeah, that I was actually a bit disappointed by that. Yeah, that was we've, we'll get onto it, I guess. But like we've been saying for weeks that they needed a big Shayna Baszler promo to really put over the Mia Yim match, and also to draw. I just feel like draw it into something that's that feels like it's going somewhere. Yeah. It kind of felt a bit disjointed, and it's. I get what's happening. Mm. Like I understand the story completely, but it also isn't setting my world alight. It's not. There's not a lot of heat behind it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So I don't think the the show felt rushed. That main event did go quite long, and it was terrific for it. But yeah, apart from the Shane Bay thing, I thought everything was all right. Mm. Yeah. I, it, it just nice clip. I thought. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Tim again says, also, I'm glad to see the Shayna Baszler is following Rowan and Dane's fashion by wearing band shirts, a highlight of the show for me. Yeah, my notes here read, Shayna Baszler wearing a Slayer t-shirt, so she's the best one now. Mm. <laughs> Slayer are one of my favorite bands. So as soon as she came out, I was like, well, she's, I want her to be the champion forever. So many people in NXT like Slayer. <laughs> That's because like Slayer everyone, are awesome. Everyone likes Slayer. Luke. Yeah, be a new favorite person every week. Then that's fine. Okay. I mean, there's a reason why everyone likes Slayer. Slayer are awesome. Fickle. <laughs> Japanese name says last week you said they shouldn't have had Lee versus Priest, but that's how real sports work. Momentum versus momentum can't have it both ways. Um, yes, to a degree, but Keith Lee hasn't got any momentum. momentum yeah. yeah, I think that's the, I think that's the point. Yeah, momentum versus momentum makes sense if you're like title picture Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole. Yeah. And like, you can come out of that with a solution. The problem is the momentum versus momentum thing with Lee and Priest is that there's no real winner no. in that scenario. Like, it's like you, you just have to, you have to ruin somebody at the point where it's like quite crucial that they get wins. And that's, that's what it, I feel yeah. both both people are at the exact point where it's kind of vital to win. That's it, yeah, because if Lee beat Priest, then Priest looks like a bit of a chump because he got beat by someone who hasn't been on TV at all and doesn't and you know the last couple of times he's been on hasn't been winning. Yeah. And if and Priest wins doesn't really do much because he beat a guy that's been beaten a lot anyway. Yeah, but also a guy who they spent they've just spent 10 minutes of TV time Same. being like 
oh, he's not got any push. He's not going anywhere. I'm going to completely a... change my character and be a completely different guy. And then he turns up and loses again. It's like, exactly. Oh, yeah. It's, it's been what? on now? TV for weeks on end saying, like, I've done nothing here. Yeah. Like, he's he's had, nothing he's had for like guys. five backstage promos. Yeah. Like, so it did nothing for either guys. So, yeah. So, I mean, you are right. Like, momentum versus momentum is how you should do things. That's why we keep saying, like, don't do Black versus Fiend now. Build both guys up, give them both sort of like keep them separate, and then you do the big Alistair Black versus Bray yeah. Wyatt match. But you don't do it out the gates. But have a reason, have and have a thought afterwards of when someone loses, what's going to happen? Because Keith yeah. Lee, surprisingly, <laughs> absent this week. <laughs> uh, no mention of him whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, Japanese name again says NXT Trivia. Winner gets two points. I don't know out of what, but uh, <laughs> you get two points. What? Who was Gargano's first singles? NXT TV loss to. It was in 2016, but I'll uh, let you have a guess. It'll be his first match. (laughs) Um, Baron Corbin. Well, that's a good guess. He was like, was that when he was enhancement talent? He came in with as a tag team team champion. champion, Yeah. The answer is a uh, TV is better turn off. Um, uh, The answer is a main roster star. Oh, I stick with Baron. Miz. Samoa Joe, apparently. Huh. So neither of you get two points. Uh, Foreskin Max says, I will always love the cell where Ric Flair takes a few steps and then falls. If you had to take a stink face from any male wrestler, who would you pick? Huh. What a bizarre little connection to those two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if I had to pick any male wrestler to take the stink face from, Adam Cole, he's got the loveliest bottom. Yeah, it would yeah. be someone slim. <laughs> Yeah, or well perfumed. Uh, I, 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 I think Adam Cole's well perfumed. Finn Balor. Yeah. Finn Balor, yeah, he's quite small. Yeah, we should get face paint. Like, you just get the paint all over your face. That's the last thing yeah. you need. Who wears the most clothes? <laughs> That's what I want. Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a lot of like pants going on, hasn't he? Maybe, yeah, maybe not. Sunny Kiss. Sunny Kiss, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, At so least go with an expert. Let's do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true, actually. If, I want, if I'm having a butt in my face, I want it done properly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's do three more for now. Uh, the Adnap2 says, feel like I've seen more Slipknot in NXT than I did on Kerrang in the early <laughs> noughties. That is, that is not feasible. Absolutely not feasible whatsoever. They were, they were like every third song. Mm. Uh, Undisputed Zay, I thank you for your donation. And finally, it's uh, JobberJJ says, hello boys, Andy, I'm working on getting better at writing and hopefully one day I'll be on board with the WrestleTalk crew. Uh, we've had dozens and dozens and dozens of applications to the website so unfortunately not everyone was able to uh, jump on board but uh, I'm sure in a couple of months we'll uh, be looking for some more people so do ask again then cool well thank you very very much yeah it's an it's an excellent website Uh, right, so the show uh, kicked off with that Tyler Breeze and Jackson Riker match, and then we got a recap of Aop Shirai and Candice LeRae hey, last week. And they said Candice Michelle then. Candice Michelle. because we, we made that joke earlier. Yeah, we made that joke in the office earlier. Um, Candice from last week, and then Candice was standing outside uh, Full Sail waiting for EO to arrive. Mm-hmm. Um, we then had... Uh, the only place she would have come from. The southeastern quadrant. <laughs> it's a whole building. It's a whole campus, Candice. She could have come French in any bit. other way. <laughs> Through the French bit, exactly, yeah. little French hidden in, hidden in, smuggled it in a baguette. <laughs> uh, we then got the other semi final for the NXT breakout tournament between Bronson Reed and Cameron Grimes. This is all right, it was okay. It was, it, okay. Was, it, it was, it was slow, yeah. Is how I, it never it didn't really, really do much for me, yeah. It never, like, it, 
there was a lot of sort of like limp punches and clubbing hits, but they were like, oh, got you. Yeah, it and was, I was I was expecting yeah. more of like a Clash of the Titans kind of thing here, and it just never really got to that stage. Yeah, it was just a uh, Bronson Reed using his power. Um, I mean, I've got very little notes. I think those guys just... looked just tired. Like, yeah, you know did, what I mean? Yeah. I think like maybe this was late in the tapings. Yeah, they'd already been in a match at the tapings. They'd already done something, and they just it just felt a bit like sleepy. <laughs> Going through the motions. Yeah, like I liked um, Reed's sent on that he did. That was really nice. And um, Grimes did a very nice lariat. But um, he just sort of hit the double foot stomp from out of nowhere and won mm. and advanced to the finals to face Jordan Miles. Yeah, I would have liked, and I would have liked a bit more maybe setting up Grimes if Grimes is going to be the heel in the Miles match because he was slightly like you know a bit heely in his first match. Mm-hmm. It would have been nice to see more of that angle played out here. Yeah, if that's what we're going to do, because I, I I don't know if that's what they're aiming for, but it would be really cool to set someone against Miles because you can see. He is such a hyper baby face yeah. that it would be good to have somebody heel focused to face him. And that's why Grimes seems like the obvious choice as well through this tournament, because Trevor Lee's amazing. But then just make it so that he feels bad. Yeah, I, I, I kind of see what you see there, because he wasn't acting much like a heel in this match. No. It was He was just a wrestler within the match. And that's not a, the worst thing in the world, because no. he's a great wrestler. But one of Trevor Lee's, or Cameron Grimes' great strengths, is that he's a tremendous heel. Yeah. And he can really get the crowd to hate him. He's very, very good at that. And it would have made sense in this match as well to have, like, Bronson Reed dominating through power. Mm. And then Grimes' comeback comes from slightly underhand tactics yeah I, I think I can get behind that I mean I, I think the match between him and Miles will be good I'm not really feeling Jordan Miles at the moment no I'm actually kind of hoping Grimes wins the tournament yeah I could see Ma- I could see Miles getting the win but yeah, uh, I, yeah I'm, I'm kind of also hoping that Grimes wins kind of comes out on top mm. it's just I don't think that I, I love Cram- Cameron Grimes but Jordan Miles has not been my favourite person in this tournament yeah. I was way more into um, Gaza oh yeah Gaza and um, Swerve I, I was yeah, much yeah. more into those guys but they, that match is going to be happening at TakeOver Toronto, the finals, and the winner gets to choose an NXT shot of their choice. So is it... It's not... It's on the pre-show of TakeOver Toronto, and it's being aired it? the week after. Oh, they were okay. saying it's from the... They were saying this will be on NXT from the Scotiabank Arena, but they were differentiating that from... So I'm assuming I it's going to be filmed see. before right. Toronto. Yeah, that makes sense. And then aired the next week. Yeah. I mean, because they've actually just... Because they've announced EO and Candice. Mm. So I guess that's got to take a slot up on the card as well. Yeah. Yeah. Which I guess also is probably why they chose Trevor Lee and ACH yeah. as the two to be in the final, because they'll, in front of a larger crowd, probably be more recognisable names. Hmm. Uh, we're getting an in-depth look at Gargano versus Cole next week, which I'm sure will be a lot of fun. And also next week, we're going to get Matt Riddle versus Killian Dane. A match that I thought was bound to happen at TakeOver. Yes, yeah. Or at least on like the TakeOver that follows it, kind of like we're talking about with the other two matches. I, th- I could have, but no, we're getting it next week, apparently. Mm. It won't happen next week. It yeah. will be pushed, I think. I just want to see what band t-shirt Killian Dane comes out with. That's it, yeah. Um, but yeah, that- Matt Riddle also had an interview and it was fine. The, I didn't like this interview. No? No, I thought it was like... I thought it was a typical Matt was, Riddle interview. But he really. was put through a stage. Oh, uh, yeah. No, he no, was yeah, put yeah, through yeah, a stage yeah. and he was just topless coming out of the gym like, hey, man. Like, it's like, no! Cool, cool whatever, That's bro. Like, like, I get, like, if he beat, comes and beats you down, like it's like when Cassius Ono showed up and started hitting Matt Riddle, you can have a promo later being like, you, you cheap-shotted me. Mm. This is more than a cheap shot. This was like, I'm hospitalizing you, thank you. And then they were just like, yeah, man, just... <laughs> 
If yeah, he wants, yeah. yeah. When you're right, you're right. I That's just, a very I, good point. I just, it just felt really dumb to me to be like, why are we just going like... Clearly, they didn't have any time in whatever schedule they were working to to do something like that, a proper angle with it. But it would have felt better to have a slightly downbeaten or downtrodden Matt Riddle coming out of the medical centre or somewhere else having a checkup and saying, like, I might be down, but I'm not out, so yeah. I'm going to see you next week. Like, being like, I'm perfectly fine. I've been to the gym. I'm going out into the glorious sunshine in my flip-flops and wearing no T-shirt. It doesn't really yeah. sell. You really messed me up, man. I think Matt Riddle was too busy reading the excellent WrestleTalk magazine and just didn't have time in his busy <laughs> schedule. <laughs> for, for, for Hurt, yeah. <laughs> for anything else. Um, speaking of which, you were talking about flip-flops. You actually watched some NXT UK. Yes. Um, and I believe Tyler Breeze uh, made Tyler a comeback. Yeah. Tyler Bate, makes, Ty- his, Tyler Breeze, yeah, Tyler Tyler Bate makes a big comeback on NXT UK from last night uh, to set up a match with Walter at TakeOver Cardiff. Um, which would be an amazing match. And he jumps in from the back after his music hits, Imperium leave the ring and go guard the ramp and he dives in from the back of the ring and starts wailing on Walter and taking everyone out with all these crazy kicks whole time he's wearing like flip flops oh there's Nike flip flops yeah there's like yeah, whatever they sliders called. sliders mm. wear proper shoes like look like you've come with a plan man like <laughs> no one cares about NXT yeah not like you go into the shops in the middle of this he looks, like, he looks like he's leaving like he's left his university flat to go and get beans and four cans of Cronenberg oh and let's be honest if he's getting beans he's going to be getting the little cocktail sausages in there as oh, well sometimes <laughs> I do that for a treat now it's just... <laughs> I don't care if your baked bean tins yeah. are 5p I'm spending that extra 3p to get my little cocktail pork sausages yeah, as well I mate the nostalgia <laughs> Have that with some bird's eye potato waffles. That was, for a little while, like my university meal of choice. Or potato smiles. Oh, good oh, shout, mate. Yeah, yeah, smiles. What else good. happened on NXT, Luke? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I want to talk about this now. <laughs> do you know what else I used to do? I used to make a, 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 do a waffle sani where you do mm. bread, waffle, bread, waffle, bread. And you do that with like, and so you, you just do a lot of well, like, like a club sandwich. Yeah, yeah club sandwich, but with potato <laughs> waffle. My mind just went, what? <laughs> Bit of HP fruity in there. The king of uh, condiments. HP fruity. HP fruity, that is the king You're of condiments. You're a rogue and a villain, Luke. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about Shayna Baszler. She came out being the best in the world by wearing a Slayer t-shirt. Um, and she stormed out of the ring and I am... I was geared up for this promo. Yes. I've been saying for the last couple of weeks, this is what I've been waiting for, is mm. I've, I've not massively been into Mia Yim attacking innocent people backstage. I know someone said they're not that innocent, they're the heels. And I'm like, they weren't doing anything wrong at the time, though. Like, yeah. Jessamine was working out. And to, yeah, and to be... Marina was parking a car. And the heel stuff they've done, generally speaking, has been in the ring. Yeah. Or in the performance center. And, like, she just attacked someone outside somewhere. Like, I don't know, you could have played more... There could have been more of an angle with Mia Yim here of, like... She starts to act not heelish, but she starts to act more aggressive. Mm. And they could have done more to like reprimand her. And I would have liked that. I think being like she's banned from the arena, so she, that's when Shane feels like she can come out and say her piece mm-hmm. because Mia Yim's banned. And then Mia Yim can storm down, and then you could have ended this whole segment with a pull apart brawl. That's what I was expecting. Yeah. Like surely these two should have been pissed at each other. Yeah. Like Shane Baszler should have been like you know chomping at the bit to tear her apart because yeah. she's been beating up her friends and like putting them in the hospital and stuff. Mia Yim should have been so much more cocky and wanted to beat her up because she's now got a free shot to get against her. Yeah. It was really missing something. It, what it could have done with like Shayna, I know Shayna's not the sort of person who would have had security, but if Regal had insisted that there be security to keep Mia Yim out of the venue, yeah, it's a shame because that would have been a similar to ang- angle to what they were trying to do with the Candice stuff as well. But like, 
you could have done like there's security around the arena Mia Yim can't get in Baze is like well I, I was going to make a promo anyway I don't care if she's here or not Mia Yim turns up then you do this huge confrontation yeah. it all goes tits up and yeah. suddenly you've got this big brawl going on that would have lit a fire under this feud it and really it, instead it feels like everything that's happened while being meant to be badass and wrong and a bit too far has been treated as if it's not like yeah. it was it, like Baszler coming out and going like you hurt Marina and Jessamine it's like how mean girls are sentenced does that I sound was going like? to say like, that's like, not Baszler man. yeah it does and it just like I get that that's, those are their names <laughs> yeah but when you say when you don't like Jessamine Duke sounds like a wrestler Jessamine and Marina yeah sound like two people you go for tea with <laughs> Like they, they sound like they're holding mimosas when you say their names. Yeah. And it doesn't like, it didn't help either. The verbiage that she was given was to say, like, you're not a street, like, I'm a fighter. You're just a street rat. It's like, it's not bloody Aladdin. Yeah. Like, we're not having a feud with street Aladdin. Street rat? <laughs> Scoundrel, take that. <laughs> um, yeah, don't want me, you're going to, let's not be too hasty. <laughs> One jump ahead of the base, though. <laughs> And she was just like, you know, game recognizes game, and you're looking real familiar. And I'm like, this is crap. See, I like that line. I like the line of like, you think this is a game, or game recognizes game, and you didn't it. work. There was, I think, there I was, think it needed more to there, it. It needed more to it because like she gets up in her face, and Baszler just raises the title, and her music plays, and she walks out, and it yeah. was like, what? Like she, Mia Yim has been dismantling Baszler's, yeah, uh, like, but. Viciously so. Okay, so in that scenario, at least say the reason I've done this is so it's just me and you. Like, and properly make. I, I know she mentioned it here in passing, but like, make that the focus here to be like, you're you're a cheat. Mm. You cheated against Io Shirai. Yeah. Like you cheated against Kyrie Sane. Kyrie Sane. Now you can't cheat because you ain't got any mates. Yeah. It's me and you. Proper like you know. Look, I, lo I, I really like Mia Yim. I think Mia Yim's a terrific wrestler. Mm. But I'm genuinely hoping at Toronto that Duke and Shafir come out and interfere in the match. Yeah. I, I really hope they come back yeah. and get their retribution. But they could, they could, like, the angle for this could have been what they were doing with the EO angle. And, like, what I loved about the EO Shirai cage match was when Nigel and Morrow and that were on commentary saying, like, Baze is very comfortable inside the cage. And then you make the match at Toronto be a cage match between Yim and Baszler. Mm. And suddenly that's turned on its head because she doesn't want to be in a cage with Yim because Yim has just, like, murdered her two friends. Yeah, she's a street rat. Yeah, and, like, yeah. Sure, I'll get dirty. Don't touch my tail. You'll make it dirty. Uh, Don't <laughs> touch my clean Slayer t-shirt. Yeah. But then, like, yeah, it, that should be... I think that would be a better angle for it. It's like, Baser is trying to avoid Mia Yim now at all costs and mm. they finally get this match where they are locked in. Um, Candice was waiting outside and William Regal walked up and said that Io is not going to be there tonight because he told her not to come to the building. Mm -hmm. And then Candice said that she wants a match at TakeOver. Regal said, I don't blame you, and then makes the match and tells her to go home. So mm -hmm. we are getting Candice versus Io Shirai at TakeOver Toronto. That's, I think that's a cool match. I think that's a cool match. Would have been better if it's Kyrie Sane. 100% would have been yeah. better if it was Kyrie Would have been better if Candice LeRae had asked for Io's address. <laughs> could I'll have said, yeah. Myself. So I'm waiting here to beat her up. Okay, well, I want to match a takeover then. It's like, you could just take her address now. Go around. Uh, and next week, we've got a contract signing between the Street Profits and the Undisputed Era. Mm -hmm. um, and then in our main events, we had Roderick Strong versus Peter Dunne in a terrific little match. Mm. Very good. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I, I really enjoyed this. this it was yeah. a bit sloppy in places. 
that sunset kind of, flip out kind of, was kind of unexpectedly in a, a Pete Dunne match mm. and a Roderick Strong match actually to be so sloppy but I there was some really really cool stuff in here I love the the detail of Roddy's uh, fingers were taped together from the finger snap angle they did last week mm -hmm. and then that played into the finish yeah like, that's how that's how Dunn won the match was by going back to those fingers and making Roddy tap out I thought that was a really nice little detail and I, I really appreciate that and they did, yeah and they did a lot of stuff like that where it was similarly like Roddy working over Pete's back yeah. and there was that bit where he um he got him on, he's on the turnbuckle and yes. Roddy's on the apron and he just drags him off. Just drags him off. Just, to the, like, almost like a backbreaker on the apron. Yeah. Sorry, Matt. Um, yeah, I thought it was some really good stuff in there. Lots of strikes and reversals. Felt very like rev, like a rev pro match at times and I, and I really liked that or a progress match. Big DDT reversals. Loved Roddy's selling of the left arm. Like his, like his arm was like hanging down lip. Yeah, the commentators were really putting that over. Yeah, and he was, he was like avoiding using it for a lot of the matches. Yeah. Well. It was really, really clever stuff from uh, Strong. There was a nice bit on commentary as well when I think it was Morrow said, both of these men, it was like, you know, quite late into the match. And Morrow was like, both of these men are going to want to finish this match up soon. Yeah. And Mike Nigel goes, do you know who doesn't? Velveteen Dream. Yeah, yeah I, that was great. I, I love that angle and like playing all that stuff out as well was, I thought, really smart because it is... It's such an interesting dynamic going into this match that these two really do have like a blood feud. Mm. And then Dream just happens to be there, the champion, like, well, yes, who really cares? Which then kind of played into the at the ending as well, because yeah. Pete Dunne won the match by like tapping out Roddy by like snapping the fingers. Which I thought was a, a tremendous finish. That was a really smart finish. Because yeah. actually, that kind of protects Roddy as well, because the reason why Roddy had to tap is because Pete Dunne had attacked him last week and he had to have his fingers taped up. Yeah. I thought it was a really, really smart, cool ending. And then at the end of it, Dream just appears and he shows up in the ring and he teases hitting Dunn with the belt. And then it's like, lol, JK. Yeah. Oh, because Dunn turns around like... Yeah, lol, JK. Um, and the crowd started chanting triple threat because they hadn't seen the backstage segment that we saw last week when yeah. they announced it was going to be a triple threat. And then uh, Dream celebrates the title. Dunn snaps his fingers and hits the bitter end to stand tall. That was mm. a I put Pete Dunn over massively strong. Yes, yeah. Love me some Pete Dunn. I wasn't entirely convinced by Dream teasing the belt. No? No, I don't, like, I don't think he's really been like a heel. No, but I don't think he was... I think... He, I don't think he ever intended to hit him with it. I think he was just doing it to do it, mm. and just uh, and like he would never had the intention of hitting him. Maybe I don't. That's just quite a complex read from the mm. like from what it looked like. I was I just was like, oh, that's a bit of a douche move, and then you've got caught, and yeah. then that's why Pete has gone after you when you're taunting in his face because you've he saw you. Yeah. Going, oh, gonna hit you on so yeah, I I read it as Dream was essentially having fun with him and being like, "Oh, I could do this," but lol, J.K. I'm not really. But mm. Pete Dunne's like, "Give me your fingers, snap!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, bitter end. I'm not here to mess around, mate. Yeah, I'm yeah. not here. To... You see my face? Doesn't look like I laugh a lot. <laughs> I'm taking your title. I learned how to smile. I'm taking your title next Saturday. Either yeah. it was a really cool finish to a show that I thought overall wasn't great like it was fine yeah i like the i like the i mean this was but this was more than half of the show well that's true like, this yeah is, you know. that is true i like the fandango return and i really like the main event but everything else i kind of sort of like and i was just so disappointed in the baszler mm. yim thing so i can't believe i'm saying this i thought raw was better raw was really good raw was, like, yeah, raw raw was, was great this really week. fantastic this week yeah. you know this this to me there was just a lot in this that didn't make sense and i was just wished it was either more or some of the angles they'd already set up they just tweaked to really drive home the point of what they're trying to do mm. and then build the matches from that but yeah, yeah. It, I, I think it was fine it was like, fine it was it was like yeah it did it did what it said on the yeah it was fine <laughs>
Randy Andy Nutson, what are people saying up in them super chats? Well, a lot of people are being very kind and welcoming me back, so thank you very much to all of them. Um, the reason I left is because I have other duties for the website. You got promoted. Uh, basically. Um, yeah, and uh, I'm basically running the website now, so mm -hmm. I have to be there much more. But we will start with Michael Williams, who says, Who has America's butt, Captain America or John Cena? Captain America. Ant-Man told me so. Oh, that's fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Christian Baltimore says, Chop on, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> he's having fun. Well, I mean, can assume he's having fun watching uh, Hobbs yeah, and Shaw. The reviews that have come out have been very positive about mm. it. Yep. Um, Flame Inc. Live says, Randy Andy types really loudly. Hashtag heel Andy. It's not just you, Laurie. Don't worry. No, well, I will go on record saying this. That keyboard sucks. The keyboard it does is suck. essentially from the 1900s. The keys uh, are about four inches the off the actual The very early pad. 1900s. Like, yeah, it yeah. is like, it, it feels like a typewriter. Yeah, there's yeah. there's a system of cogs whirring for each key being pressed. You cannot press it quietly. Yeah, I'm stunned it's wireless. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm stunned. <laughs> it's, yeah. that's, that's how loud it is. Yeah. That's, because, that's the thing, is that that's because it's actually forcing the letter through mind powers to the computer when you press it. Uh, I'm surprised people are going to hear this, though. No one's ever said that before. But, it's uh, probably, probably talking about when you're changing the, oh, the nice. cameras. Yeah, I'm very uh, overzealous. Yeah. I'll do you it do hit it very I'll, hard. I'll do it quietly. Jamie <laughs> Donovan says, I Hey, guys. That. First time super chatter. Love the show. You guys rock. Did any of you catch the ICD, ICW Shug's house party over the weekend with Kushida versus Jackie Polo? I was there. It was amazing and well worth a watch. I'd imagine it was. It's Kushida, so yeah, no, absolutely. Mm. I have not seen it, no. no but um, thank you very much for watching. No, it's quite hard for us time. to get that kind of content. Well, I mean, you could just get it on ICW's on-demand service, but I don't think we haven't got a work subscription to it. No. Yeah. Uh, Justin oh, Anzaldua says, Justin from Houston got my Ridge wallet. Hey! Love it. One of these bad boys. I've actually got one in its packet here. Yeah, I'm the only person in the office who didn't get one. Yep, Amazingly. Reason for that, mate. Because um, I wasn't there. <laughs> exactly. M.A. Um, Campbell says, love everything you guys do and came to say having Candice versus EO on a takeover card is a great idea. Love it. Absolutely love it. Can I wait but for it's that also what This is one of the few times that there has been to women's matches on it's not it doesn't happen off it's not the first but it no. is yeah one of the few yes and uh, i think it's one of the few times it's actually felt like there are two stories big enough to do that with i completely there, agree yeah. are there six matches now uh i would guess so yeah, yeah. which is unusual as well. it's, yeah. it's strange that just eo goes emo is a much bigger and more interesting story than Baszler versus Yim. Like yeah. it's we're like it really is. Eo's got leather trousers now. Like <laughs> she's what? got cool new entrance what? music. Whoa, Emo Shirai, well more into yeah, her exactly. than I am Baszler Yim. Um, um, I, it's funny. We were talking about SummerSlam in the office earlier, and Ollie asked Pete, "Like, are you excited for SummerSlam?" And he went, eh, "I'm excited for Takeover." Yeah, yeah. You and I would be a live streaming Takeover, I imagine. Is it me and you, or is it me and Ollie? I think my way. Okay, so it's me and Ollie. Yeah, probably you so and me Ollie. and Ollie are going to be live streaming Takeover Toronto uh, when it happens next Saturday when we do SummerSlam weekend. Uh, we'll also be uh, live streaming SummerSlam. So mm. put it in your diary. Come and join Which us. Which they've just said is going to be six hours long for oh, you there, Luke. Of so it is. Uh, I mean, I was, yeah, enjoy cool. that one. Sweet, <laughs> sweet. I'll be uh, mon I'll be monitoring the super chats from my sofa, I imagine, because yeah. I'm not coming in for that. 
Um, Ryan B. Bad says, but Luke, no one smiles like Jordan Miles. Vince thinks it's good S-word. Yeah, Vince doesn't care about NXT. Triple H thinks it's good S-word. He's probably never heard of Jordan. I was going to say, Vince has no idea who Jordan Miles Jordan is. Jordan Miles? I also realise that they're just trying out characters. Yeah. Like, they didn't want to call him ACH and let him be exactly who he was before. So yeah. they're like, do, do things. And I like it. No. No, sir. Um, unfortunately, like it. It's just, it rhymes with miles. <laughs> guess so, so it's not going to go anywhere, is it? Uh, Adam Pearson hey, says, hello, Adam. Will, he just invited me uh, to Edinburgh with him. So. Is he going to the Comedy Festival? He sure is. Ooh, cool. Um, he says, Will we see a resurgence of fandangoing? I don't think we will. No, I hope not. I hope not. I genuinely think they might change his name to I think they will. Dan Fango or, or some, some, something because if he's going to come down like that, then they can't have him next week turning up and going, Whoa. Way like that. That's what I mean. Like I think it's yeah, he's got to have a whole gimmick change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Micah Williams says only in WWE development. Oh, uh, it's only in WWE where the development could be better than the main roster. Well, they're allowed to be. They're yeah. allowed to have those sorts of matches. Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong wouldn't be allowed to have that match on Raw or SmackDown because it's for a different audience. Yeah, and I'll, I think also if Vince had oversight of NXT, they wouldn't be allowed to... Yeah, if they had... If, if, Vince, Vince, had, if yeah. Vince cared enough to watch NXT, he'd also be like, don't do that because that's better than Raw. Exactly, yeah, well, if Vince had control over NXT, they'd have Raw and SmackDown TV matches. Yeah. But it's Triple H wants to emulate the indies in a WWE... Environment. Environment, so that's why they have these matches here. Boy, how does it and work? And boy, how does it work? main difference is just promo work I guess an amount of promos you have to cut so that's hmm. pretty much it but our last one is from the poor wayfaring gamer says do you think Champa will go back to NXT or to the main roster this is following I guess reports that he may be coming back sooner than we thought yeah mid-August they reckon he's going to yep. be back so I'm NXT he need, he's got to finish up that story with Johnny Gargano I'm absolutely expecting him to finish either turn up at Toronto yeah. in some capacity or immediately following on the NXT that they tape afterwards. Yeah. There was, um, I think it was, I can't remember who it was now. It might have been you that suggested or it might have been Simon, but they were talking about like the, the William Regal announces the special guest referee. Oh, yeah, that was me. Uh, it was yeah. yours, yeah. It's the third thing. It's the Undisputed yeah. Era come out like wearing ref shirts and expecting it's going to yeah. be them. And he's like, you're not the special guest referee. Yeah. It's this chap. And it's massive. Yeah, well, I, I was thinking maybe they did a handicap match. That, like, yeah, Regal yeah. says handicap match, and everyone go immediately. Mind would jump to the undisputed era and think Regal's turning heel, mm. and then he could go, "Oh, it's this guy." Yeah, and then Champa walks out, or it helps Johnny win the belt. Yeah, so he can win it back later on. Yeah, no, I could. I think um, I could. He's fully, face now. Fully expecting Tommaso Champa to be at Takeover Toronto. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, so the reports are he's back resting by mid-August, which is great news. Yeah, really, really great news. And what a quick recovery as well. Like yeah. that's a terrifyingly quick recovery. Mm. Considering that he only went out in April. Yeah, that's a really quick turnaround because we thought he was going to be out for the rest of the year. But anyway, that is. Um, this uh, email made me laugh. This came in from Steve and talking about, speaking of drop storylines, what about the Dyson Airblades? The people need to know. Hashtag chilling with the boys. Well, mm, chilling with the boys. Yeah, this was uh, brought up on the Saturday show that came after the Dyson Airblade incident where Ollie Davis had already bought fans for The Office while we were recording the NXT Ramble. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden he was Because I had complained so much that morning. Yeah. So he was just then bombarded with loads of emails about the Dyson Airblade, even though he'd read a website that said they're actually not very good for circulating cold air. So we've got a different one now. That's the one. If you've been, if you've been hearing a sort of like slight hum uh, on the podcast as of late, I've, I heard it yesterday when I was listening through headphones. 
headphones. Uh, that's because we've got a fan on in the uh, in the office now, or in the studio. Mm-hmm. That's um, keeping us mildly cooler. Mildly cooler. It's called an Igenex, which yes. I think is the uh, company that made all the robots in iRobot. Yeah, it uh, might have been. As far yeah. as I know. Um, it's okay. It's okay. It's done us all right, actually. It's definitely cooled the air down overall in this room. Yeah. Which I, I think was the issue. Was yes. The fan we had in here before was just pushing hot air yeah. around the room. It was cool. So it was just like moving it from the back of the room to the front of the room and then back again. Well, that's pointless. Pointless, yeah. Uh, this one comes in from Matt. This is a Rusev Hay uh, that he wanted specifically on the NXT Ramble. He says, Greetings from beautiful Somerville, South Carolina. I recently attended a live NXT show and had a total fangirl moment. Mm-hmm. I bought tickets to the show as a last minute date night for my wife and I. She's not the biggest fan of wrestling, but loves Adam Cole and watches wrestling with me from time to time. We've been to Monday Night Raw together when it was in my city, and we were both excited to attend our first NXT show. Our seats were amazing. We sat on hard cam side, four rows back from the ring. As we were going through security, I looked over to the entrance of the venue and I absolutely lost my mind as should he, who should be walking through the entrance but none other than Kyle, the NXT superfan. I'm sure you're aware of him. He's the one who's watched... Um, sorry, I'm sure you are aware of who he is anyone who's watched NXT three or more times has seen him. He's that lad in the front row in the Everton mm-hmm. show, usually. The super fan, he was at um, Fight for the Floor yep. and everything. Uh, Fighter Fest. Uh, in the event you don't know who he is, Carl is the guy who sits in the front row and is always super into the shows. I ran up and asked to take a picture with him and also explained to him that I lost my mind when he pulled the ultimate heel turn and attended an AEW pay-per-view. He was a very nice guy and was happy to take a picture with me. In my fangirling moment, I forgot his name and felt bad. I ran into him again and apologized um, but asked his name again and he told me. I told uh, him to have a great show and he got a playful jab and responded by me. You have a good night too, Matt. I forgot his name like a real knobhead and he remembered mine. Sorry about the long email, but keep up the consistent content. I've recently become a $10 backer and absolutely love all the extra bonus stuff. I've attached a few pictures uh, to the email to show what a good view we had and of course, pics or it didn't happen. And there is our boy with Kyle, super fan. Wearing a Street Profits t-shirt. Look at you going to an, an NXT show with your Bullet Club t-shirt. Oh, yeah, that's it. That's you it. You show them. Yep, and there's pictures from where they were sat. There's Adam Cole, Bay Bay. Bay Bay. And there is the building itself. Very nice, mate. Very, very, very nice. There? Pete Dunn was there, apparently, the yeah. Tapings. No, no, this looks to be just like a house show thing. Sweet. Sweet indeed. Um, let's have... I'm going to read out this. I'm going to do more Rusev Hayes, I think. This comes here from Bradley, who says, uh, Hello to all the guys at Rest Talk, including... <sighs> Blake Ham. So I've heard a, lo- a lack of Rusev Hayes on the podcast. I wanted to send mine in. That is true. We have had a lack of Rusev Hayes as of late. A few years back, I went to a Rev Pro show, and I was told by my dad that it was just uh, going to a small indie show. Uh, so when I found out, I was so excited. When we got there and in the queue, uh, I got my phone out and didn't really pay much attention. I looked to the side and saw a T-shirt saying cease and desist, looked up and was greeted by the Young Bucks. They were the nicest people ever, and I actually lost my cool and couldn't get my words out, leaving my dad to do all the talking. They gave us the T-shirt for free with the pictures we were extremely nice talking to us and not to trying to speed you along like some others do later on we saw Cody in a match against Jay Lethal Cody came out are you sure this wasn't a Ring of Honor show crikey rev bro uh, Cody came out the side doors with bodyguards and walked straight past and, and uh, we asked for a photo he turned around laughing but disheartened, uh, but disheartened until someone grabbed my dad's shoulder apologized and said here let's get a picture it was none other than Cody himself unfortunately due to circumstances only my forehead made it into the picture behind my dad and Cody uh, they truly made the night and were some of the nicest people I've ever met. Sorry for the long message. I don't blame you if you don't read it out. Just wanted to give my experience. We also met WrestleTalk superfan Matt Riddle, Pete Dunn, Trent Seven, and Tyler Bates, who didn't charge at all, but were extremely nice. 
Um, uh, you are amazing. Uh, thank you for the amazing content you provide. Hope you are all well. And Pixar, it didn't happen. There is a picture of our boy here with the Young Bucks. That is definitely York Hall. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Matt Riddle there. And there's some more. I was at Bryson 2017. And there's some other photos. There's Trent Seven, I can see there. Another Trent Seven mm-hmm. one. Yep. Tyler Bate. There he is. Tyler, Tyler Bate. Very nice, what a, mate. What a meeting of the worlds there. It really was, yeah. Oh. Before everyone was not allowed to hang out anymore. Oh, you're absolutely right. Um, right, lastly, this one comes in from Team Hammerfist. I'm going to give a little bit of a shout-out to Team Hammerfist. They recently became a Patreon pledge hammer at the lowest dollar they amount they possibly could so they could leave a mailbag question to put over their friends, who is a wrestler. <laughs> Got to give them credit. That's for that. nice. That's nice. Like yeah, that. It's in the mailbag and everything. Mm. They won it on the Saturday show. And I was like, hey, do you know what? Yeah. yeah, you, yeah, paid, yeah. you paid for it. Um, anyway, this comes in from Team Hammerfist. Greetings to Luke, Ollie, Laurie, Choppy, Choppy, your Pete, Pete, uh, Randy, Andy, Nassan, or Nissan, housemate Simon, and old Florida wrestling pal SoCal Val. Pick that name back up, screen stalkers. You may have missed it. Hang on. You sent an email here, Team Hammerfist, that is actually going across my screen. So I've got to, like, swing it across to read it. So I'm just going to copy and paste this into Notepad so I can read it all in one block. There you go. Bear with me. Admin. Bear with me. (coughs) Anyway, uh, my old Florida wrestling pal SoCal Val picks that name back up. Thank you. And to any other stalkers and talkers I may have missed. My Rusev hate is more of a uh, Rusev almost hate or a Rusev shoulda, woulda, coulda hate. I work as a graphic designer at a custom t-shirt shop in Orlando, Florida area, which is not at all near Washington, D.C. Um, and we are a small business with a staff of only four employees, including the owner. So generally, I know what is going on with the other graphic designers' orders. Uh, At the beginning of June, we got an email from a customer named Ronnie wanting a t-shirt that read, I prefer apples. And since the design was simple and then my new guy could uh, use the training, I passed the order off onto him. I didn't think much of the order after that, other than the customer's name sounded very familiar, though I couldn't quite place it. Whatever, uh, whatever, not my order, don't really care. Ronnie came up to pick his shirt a day or so later while I was on my lunch break, life rolls on. Flash forward a couple of weeks. I'm scrolling about Facebook, and what do I see is this image of Sean Spears wearing a goddamn I Prefer Apples t-shirt. Because oh. it's Ronnie. That's Ronnie, his real yeah. name. It then hit me like an S-ton of bricks. Ronnie and Neil sounded so familiar because of somewhere in my useless trivia-filled brain, I'd filed away Sean Spears' shoot name. I Prefer Apples because he was in a match against Orange Cassidy. I completely passed on the chance of doing the design, and I missed meeting him when he picked up the t-shirt by mere minutes. To say I was salty AF would be an understatement of the century. Unfortunately, my salt levels probably won't get the chance to go down either, as EC3 has just opened up his own custom t-shirt shop not 20 minutes east of mine. So any chance of Sean or any other WWE adjacent wrestler coming into my shop just dropped like a lead balloon. Thanks for letting me vent to one of you lads. Sorry if I went a bit long. Bing bong. Also, I know Pixar didn't happen, so here is the above mentioned shot of him wearing the shirt along with my his email request and the mock-up not good bastard Nathan and not me sent him. Always love from your cheapest pledge hammer, uh, which is $1 or 80 gra- uh, GP- GPB. Sorry, fellas, it's all I can afford. I mean, you sound like you've got a t-shirt shop that Sean Spears is shopping at as a customer. Uh, yeah. I think you're probably doing all right, mate. He only pays 10. But there it is. It's from Beyond Wrestling, and there's Sean Spears wearing a t-shirt that says, I prefer apples. It's a apples. very simple design. Isn't it just? And there is the order. I just need one t-shirt garment. Color, white, t-shirt, black lettering. Oh, yeah. Very uh, nice. I prefer apples. And there it is. And there is the design itself. Oh, there you are. So that is actually a very cool Rusev. I like that one a lot. Um, 
speaking of Sean Spears, I'm going to put him over. And um, before anyone says anything, I'm going to put AEW over as well. Oh, because Crying out loud, I Luke. know, I'm such a mark, because so, they pay me so handsomely. But I'm going to put them over because their latest episode of The Road to All Out, episode three, was Chef's Kiss Spectacular. <laughs> I loved it so much. It's the one that announced Cody versus Sean Spears for All Out. Yeah. And it was brilliant. I love the pairing of Sean Spears and Tully Blanchard. It's Oh, it's wonderful. I mean, I mean, I, I love it. If that is what the TV show is going to be like on a week-to-week basis, I, I'm, I'm so excited. I can't wait. Yeah. I so, like the more blood and guts on the, the That wipe. really made more me laugh. More blood and guts. That really did get a chuckle mm. out of me. So, yeah, that's my recommendation of the day. Go and check that out. It's about eight minutes long, so it won't take you long to get through. In fact, it'll take you eight minutes to get through. Cool. So, um, yeah, that's my recommendation. Anything else from you? No. No? Okay, well, we're going to go uh, leave you now, but Ollie and I will be back with the Saturday show talking... We haven't decided. Who ran over Roman Reigns? Oh, we did that on SmackDown. Who did it, though? <laughs> well, apparently... It's about five different people now. It's, yeah, according to Meltzer, it was Daniel Bryan. Yeah. I according to the internet, it was Buddy Murphy. Well, I want it to be Buddy Murphy. Can you imagine if it was Buddy Murphy? What if like, Daniel Bryan's saying, like, I'm going to go somewhere I've never been before. The Yard. <laughs> <laughs> a feud with Roman uh, Reigns that I did a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Boring. Boring, mate. Give me some Buddy Murphy. Bloody, just give me Buddy Murphy. It's all yeah. I'm asking. Buddy Murphy versus Daniel Bryan. That's what I want. Yeah. Why'd you take him off 205 Let's Live? Take Roman you're going to do sweet equation. FA with him. Yeah. Anyway, we'll be back on the Saturday show. Maybe that's what the title show will be. Where the F is Buddy Murphy? <laughs> anyway, that's all we've got time for. We'll see you then. Take care. I love you. Goodbye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.